everyone to episode four of Muse on the Mic. I'm Riley. And I'm Emily. Thanks for joining us again and tuning in. Again, we've got an even hotter tea to spill today. I'm really excited about this one. This is a big one. This is a big one. This is like prime drama. So before we jump in, I want everyone to like, subscribe, follow, join the Patreon, and uh, be sure to share with everyone you know and turn on those post notifications so you find out when we're posting. And you can find all our social media in the description below. Riley, are you ready? I feel like this one needs a deep breath. I, I'm nervous. Like it brings back a lot of feelings. It's this one's emotional in that regard too. It is. It is anger. It is stress. It is fear. It is tears again. All all the things. Yeah, it's very bittersweet. So we left off. We found the money again. We have the license. We know the Toronto Sun's coming to tribunal and it is day of. So who's attending is myself and lawyer. Emily's been instructed to stay home. So, you yeah. know, she's near the phone waiting to hear the news. This is should be smooth sailing. Go in, get the license exchanged of names and move forward. Again, that's not what happens when it comes to us or Muse. Never. Um, so we go into tribunal and this package that was delivered to licensing previously on the on the Esplanade was also delivered by our competitors to um, bylaw. This package outlines every reason that we should not obtain a body rub parlor license. We've misused the holistic. What's to say we wouldn't misuse a body rub? Just trying to roadblock us at every avenue. And for our lawyer, who is such a rock star, he had to lawyer more that day than I've ever think he's had to lawyer. He was amazing. Like, I remember sitting there in awe, being like... <laughs> do it. Like he, he was amazing. And the process was literally like a legal battle to the point we had to take a break for lunch. It was carrying over. The process was long. It was tedious and edge of your seat. Like I wasn't sure if we we're even going to get this license because of everything that was put in the forefront by our competitors. Right. The opposite side of that story is that I assume this was going to be a 20 minute thing. I think mm -hmm. our hearing time is like 9 a.m. or 920 or something very bright and yeah. early. And I expected to hear from you by such and such time. And mm -hmm. 10 o'clock goes by and then 1030 goes by and then 1130 goes by. And I'm like pacing into my floor. I, like I could have dug to the other side of the earth. I was pacing so much and completely in the dark, right? Like y'all are in court, you have your phones on silent. Nobody's calling me to, to text me an update or something. I'm freaking out, like flop sweat, the whole thing until I finally hear from you and you explain to me what y'all just lived through and like what you just witnessed with that same massive file showing up in front of this panel of tribunal people and and just how shocking it was. And then you jumped into how amazing lawyer guy was. And I was like, yeah. He really was. <laughs> and I mean, at the, the end of the day, he pulled it off. We got our license. We made it. Um, nightmare appeared to be over. I remember exiting the courtroom, so to speak, and the gentleman from the Toronto Sun being there asking if we wanted to give statement. Me and lawyer both declined and right. we left. Um, I think I immediately jumped on the phone with you to fill you in. I thought that was it. Like it happened, it worked and it was great. Meanwhile, the next morning, 
I learned that not only was our story, but also a full picture of me in the Toronto Sun. And let me backtrack and remind you at this point, my family did not know what I did for a living. I was terrified. I remember going to Tim Hortons, grabbing a coffee and picking up the paper. And it was a full page, which you guys will see. Um, Full page. There I was. There's no hiding it. My real name plus my alias. I was terrified. And I remember going to bed or going home to bed and just hiding being like I don't want to face what's going to come of this and you know receiving a few text messages and calls I remember my uncle texting me different family members and I knew I needed to get in front of it so I reached out to my parents and I explained to them and this is where the story I feel is a little bittersweet because it wasn't my choice our competitors Mm -hmm. robbed me of choice but in the end I have lovely parents and family and they were super supportive and in the end I'm so glad yeah I'm so glad that this ended up happening, but the topper on it for me was the picture of me that was in the Toronto (laughs) Sun. And yes, I'm a woman and I'm vain was hideous, like the most hideous picture you could possibly have. And this guy wasn't even in broad daylight. He was, he must've been in a car with like, like you said, like a scope camera. And here I am on the phone, like mouth open speaking. I think my (laughs) belly was even hanging out of my pants. Like it was just the most disturbing thing to me in life but yeah I mean in the end it was bittersweet and I'm happy in the end because like I said we we both had very supportive families so definitely we got the license we you know we felt comfortable in in being out there now now we were out Mm -hmm. there we didn't like you said we didn't have much choice that was robbed for from both of us in different ways I'll save my story of how I got doxxed or outed for a different episode because it's equally dramatic. But the fact that that was taken from you, the autonomy, the control, your your option or your choice to either be face forward or not, which mm-hmm. we're the only owners that are face forward. And that goes across strip clubs, agencies, all of it. Like nobody is out here doing what we do. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> But it would have been a lot nicer had we had that choice and made that conscious decision to go, okay, we're going to go bold into like press and media junkets and that kind of vibe instead of having that situation because it is absolutely life-threatening in our industry and very dangerous to have your true identity out there, especially with the world of the internet, everything can be found and so on and so forth. Even, you know, my full real name being in the paper Mm -hmm. was was terrifying, not just from like a family member's standpoint, but just people. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Old classmates, people on Facebook, like just the random stuff and all that anonymity taken away. It's scary. It's super scary. People can find so much other stuff once they have your name. And uh, our industry is filled with lovely people in terms of customers and staff and all those things. But there's also a lot of ill intent and not so lovely people out there. And so for that information to be available to everyone is just absolutely terrifying. And even though our outings happen so different, we both so emotionally relate in that way because it happened to us both very close together in time frame too, but just as dramatic, just as vicious in terms of the consent, just being ripped away in, in mm-hmm. one foul swoop and done with complete spite and no accord for our safety or well-being um, or that of our staff and everyone we're responsible for too. Not to rant too much, but if if people are anti-us and put out all kinds of slander and things that were terrible people and all these things, I would hope that your intention is that 
the protection of the people that may work for us is important, right? Like if you really want to put us with this scarlet letter type, you know, devilish persona, then the worry should be for the people that there work for us, because I worry about some of the people who work for some of the bad players out there. I know how they're treated and it's horrible. And so the contrast of the, especially the fact that I used to work in the industry to out me is very risky. And so where is that care for the worker? What are we, an activist or are we not an activist? Are we team sex worker rights or sex work's not real work? Like which side are you on? And how can you be so hypocritical in these pursuits against us. I don't mind good competition, right? Competition keeps yeah. business and industry thriving, but to put people in safety risk that therefore affects their staff, which is literally affecting the safety and security of sex workers is just mind blowing and infuriating to me. It, yeah. it really forwarded both of us into a more activist standpoint and the opportunity to take some action in terms of supporting sex work and, and legalizing or decriminalizing sex work law. Um, again, a whole nother episode, yes. whole nother topic, um, but how relevant when someone takes away your your privacy um, and rips that kind of curtain back and just exposes you to the whole world. It, it was well, kind of scary for you. I think in you. this industry, choice is a big thing, right? So you, you're taking away someone's choice. And I, I find that just sickening, really. So you go to a bright side of this, because <laughs> there was, I took my revenge. <laughs> You know, so I'm exposed. The hideous photo is out there. My family knows I've kind of, I fall into that embrace of them being accepting. And then it dawned on me and I was like, well, I'm out there. Why not put something out there that I approve, something I feel confident in? And so, of course, we're having another party or like a themed week party, which was yeah. a beach week. And there was a particular <laughs> photo I really liked of myself at the time where I was on vacation on the beach. And I was like, let me be the poster girl, which normally we would <laughs> use, you know, one of our staff's photos or, or different marketing promotional stuff we have that I was like, they put me out there. I'm going to put myself out there in a way that I want to be represented. And so there it was. Riley was the poster girl for Beach Week. And it, it was <laughs> liberating to me. It felt like, you know what, you did this and I will embrace it and do it better. It was fantastic. I was so proud of you. It, it was such a controversial time and such a bold and brazen decision. And yet you took your power back. You took control of the situation. We're like, if anyone's going to put forth my likeness, it's going to be on my terms, my way, with what I approve of, the pictures I like best, yeah. with the messaging that I like the most, and that it's most authentic to you. And even to think back at that time frame, like actual, like chronological time frame, that was not a time where filters and Photoshop and all those things were right. a thing. You just put your hotness right on the homepage of our website. And I was like, get it. Girl. It felt so good. It felt so good. <laughs> it was really amazing. Good. And I'm sure it was a little bit shocking or perhaps jarring to our lovely competitor friends who had put us in this predicament. Because I yeah. guarantee you, all of that time, all of that money to pay off people and investigate and blah, blah, blah to go right out the window the minute you were like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just put yourself out there. It it not only took your own power back, but it ripped any control from their side in that regard too. And, so and I think just as usual being us, what other owner puts themselves on a promotional poster of their business? Never. 
Like they wouldn't <laughs> even put their face on it. Like it, never. So again, just feeding into, you know, what we do, you know, they, mm-hmm. they provoked it. We embraced it. And, and here we are. And we really rolled with it. Eh? It was yeah. just like the, the, the curtains were ripped. The clothes were off. We were stripped down as much as we could be. And it, it was just like unadulterated. We're out now. We're just yeah. out. There's there's no closet to go in. There's no hiding. There's no mask anymore. And that kind of sent us into the realm of standard traditional media, which I think was super fun too. Because again, normally we would have been hiding. And next thing you know, we were face forward at events. We were you know doing our radio stuff. We were on different podcasts. Like we've continued with the media thing ever since. Yeah which even led to how comfortable we are to do this and tell our story finally 14 years into this crazy yeah. wild ride. It was such a blessing in disguise. So unexpected. Like that was not on my bingo card of what on earth could happen. <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee you even more so for, for those particular competitors and people that all invested in this mission, literally financially invested in this mission yeah. to crumble us. Looking back, I wonder you know, why my former self back then was ashamed <laughs> because, you know, I did keep it secret. I, I I wasn't sure what people would think of it. And I know it's kind of a gray area and some people are very black and white. Clearly we are not, mm-hmm. <laughs> but really in hindsight, there is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. And I'm so thrilled that I didn't have to live. Both of us didn't have to live with feeling ashamed because we're proud of who we are. We're proud of our business and Muse, Muse is going to go a lot of places. And I, I'm so thrilled to to be a part. Oh, I love that. That warms my heart. But it's so true. Muse is so amazing. And ironically, in weird ways, our haters contributed to that because it only pushed us forward further. It it gave us so much press and extra attention. I mean, even even bad press and haters, they 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 watch your your views, you know, they buy your your album, they they go to your events, they they do the things, right? And so in some sense, they're our biggest fans. And I, I love that, but they've allowed us to do things with this company that we probably wouldn't have even considered before, which opened not just opportunity, but options for creativity instead of having you know a very narrow brainstorm space to work in. We can be free thinkers and we can be rebellious and we can be creative and we can come up with all these cool things to do that no one else would ever dare. And the fact that this was, you know, not a manager or let's say a girl that wants to show her face, which is a little taboo and, and these kind of things. This was an owner. Yeah. This was an owner yeah. coming out in a freaking bikini, like a babe on a beach being like, what is glorious? Round of applause for Riley, everybody. <laughs> it was an interesting time of life. This whole thing's been a ride, but that's one of the parts of the ride that's <laughs> most um, memorable for me. It really is. And even... I remember how, even now, how awesome your family's been ever since that came out. And I'm sure they would have preferred a different way to find out all the things. And I heard the same from my family. It would have been nice if, like, wouldn't it? (laughs) But unfortunately, that fairy tale never happened. And the reality was was this and the Band-Aid ripped. But they're still so supportive and they're still so awesome about it. And uh I think that's really rare too. And that's a testament to, you know, our upbringings as well. But again, allowed us even more so to feel confident in these new decisions and to be mm-hmm. even more proud of this company and our accomplishments in this business. I mean, from yeah. going from the girls 
that people had bets out for our failure in the first three months to be like, mm-hmm. they won't even make it till September to end up at this point where we have extended family support. We have friends support. Some of our biggest champions are, are some of our closest circle. It's unfortunately rare for this industry. But um, like you said, it, it, there's absolutely no reason why we should not be this proud. We've done incredible things and call me biased, but I think Muse is the best parlor to work at in the whole city, perhaps the whole country. No offense to our friends in Ottawa. We love you. <laughs> but I just think it's the best of the best. And had yeah. Muse existed when I used to work, I would have loved to work at a place like that because yeah. the alternatives were sketchy or dangerous or it's kind of icky. So to have something especially empowered by women and women that were then empowered into this position, it it allowed us to really do some awesome things. And that makes me so proud of our team. And so I know home. (laughs) I love you. I love you too. It was so awesome. There's no one else in this world that go through this crazy ass roller coaster than you. (laughs) And the fact that one thing I really will will give us credit to and I love is that they were never able to put a wedge between you and I. No, no, they weren't. I mean, I don't think anything could at this point. We've ride or die is just an understatement when it comes to us. Like it just doesn't describe. Right. We're beyond blood brothers. It's it's just for life. We should be Siamese because there's no separating us. I'm sure if this was like a, a different kind of business or you know, some high stakes takeover, some scene out of succession or something that could split partnerships in no time. Bigger companies have crashed and burned over partnerships, you know, splitting many, many, many times over across the globe, like literally anywhere there's commerce. And it never once had us questioning each other. It never had us, you know, on different sides of an argument. It never had us not having each other's backs through some of this insanity. And to the point, I don't think people, most people don't know about the intimate side of like our relationship and our friendship, but there was times where there wasn't even a question. It didn't require discussion. It was, this is what we're going to do. This is what we have to do. Go. And, and we never even had to discuss you know, well, I feel uncomfortable about this. Or like, are you really sure you want to do that? Yeah. It, it was just automatic, understood, literally blood brothers to the end. Yeah. We're going to fight this. And uh, it's made us closer. It's made us feel cockier and invincible and all the things. Well, and we, I've, I've thought about this even, you know, recently um, in life is that I have children. I'm sure most of you know, I've had relationships my longest standing relationship from jobs in my career previous to Muse, children, romantic relationships. My longest standing relationship is you and Muse. Hands down. I have not been with another person longer or, you know, uh, organization. So, I mean, it's a testament to us. Oh, I love that so much. That got me a little in my feels. Thank you. No. <laughs> I love that. I really love that. It's so unique and so special. And, you know, being you know women out in this modern world and dating and different relationships and things talking to people about what we do can be awkward sometimes and people always love to ask the question like have you guys ever you know had these like fallouts have you guys ever like how did that not split you up and shut you down and da 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 and i'm just like that was never even a thought in my brain like we, we've had a couple doozy arguments but for 14 years, for the fact that we've had less than a handful, it is fabulous. 
Yeah. And none of them were about anything with these people and their shenanigans. Like that stuff didn't fracture us. And I don't know a married couple that would make it through that kind of stuff, let alone people in such a, you know, taboo kind of industry that has its own set of risks and, you know, it's unsavory characters. It it literally never fractured us. And it allows us to push forward and drive harder in all the things that we want to accomplish within the company and outside of it in in our personal lives too. It it, it gives us the confidence and uh, just a like a sureness of ourselves that if that shit didn't make me waver, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that kind of wraps up kind of the whole story of licensing holistic to body rub Mm -hmm. to lenders to all the fuckery in between but I'm excited we really need to jump into kind of your exposure and the way things went down on your end in the next episode oh that's gonna be another hot one (laughs) again the palms are sweaty All right, guys, I think we will wrap it up there. Thank you so much for tuning in to this juicy episode. Make sure you guys follow us on Patreon, on YouTube, subscribe, share to everyone you know, um, catch us on all the social medias, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.